PR, the people's pod, giving you unfiltered and unqualified content every single week. I'm Cliff. He's Joe. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, everyone? You're listening to Feed Spots, number <laughs> 16, best sports culture podcast of 2021. Thanks, Feed Spot. Thank you. Thank you for selecting us with your group of panelists to put us on the top 35 best sports culture podcast. We are honored to be on there. We're not sure how or why, but we're there. Or what feed spot is. I'm not sure about that either, but hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, again, shout out France, Finland, Malaysia, all you guys bringing up our basketball rank. Mm, Thailand. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys. We really, really appreciate you. Finland's coming back. They were gone for <laughs> they were dipping down for a little bit, and now they're on the on the come up again. Thank you, Finland. Sorry if we Whatever said something we, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever we put out there, maybe you know, maybe we diss some of the maybe we diss Luca a little too much. And they were like, Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. Well, he's not from Finland, but you I know, know but he's, he's, he's yeah, he's like Euro Team Euro. He's European. Know? He represents yeah. Europe. Yeah, maybe Team Euro. Uh, Team Euro. Hey, Luca, Luca's playing well. I can give him credit. He's hurt right now, but he has been playing well. He he has he has. Joe, I wanted to make one correction from last week's podcast of the forty to thirty one. Sixty three percent of defensive player of the years were won by centers. 21% by forwards, and five guards have won Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, wow. Sidney Moncrief, Alvin Robinson, Michael Cooper, and Michael, and Gary, who was the last one to do it. But since 1988, only one guard has won Defensive Player of the Year, and only one point guard ever has done it, and that's Gary, which we, we were talking about when we were talking about Defensive Player of the Year. Right. Very interestingly, Defensive Player of the Year, when it was first incepted, the first five of six awards went to guards. After that, it all went to centers and bigs. Ah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really early. Yeah. Those other guys. So the criteria seems to have changed since that first portion of it. Man. So, yeah, since 88 then. Yep. So in the kind of in the modern era, basically, it's, all, mm-hmm. it's only been Mike and Gary. Yeah. Right. That's it. Man. The closest guardish guy to do it is, you know, Kawhi or Artest. But sure, they're, sure. they're small Other forwards. Forwards. But, man, Gary Payton, I'm the only uh, point guard, huh? The only point guard to ever do it. Only one point guard. Man, that dude definitely promote. Promote! <laughs> All right, we're going to keep going on our 40 for 40, the best 40 players in the last 40 years. This time we're ranking up. S-ranked ninjas, we're going from Ooh. 30 to 21. Joe, we're going to play the same game. Demote, promote, or all she wrote. If you don't remember, we're going to demote them from the rank, we're going to promote them from the rank, or we're going to call it all she wrote. Joe, first one on the list. This is topical because he's in the news a lot these days. <laughs> Number 30, Scotty Pippen. Mm. On the revenge tour right now. He's seventh in steals all time. He's a career 16, 6, 5, 2, 1. At his peak, he was 22, 8, 5, 3, 1. So, you know, it's all right. Seven-time All-NBA, 10-time All-Defensive Team, six-time NBA champ, 17 seasons, 16 times in the playoffs. He's 33 and 10 in the playoffs. 
11-0 in the first round of the Eastern Conference first round, but 1-4 in the Western Conference first round. Mm. But Joe, he's in the news because he's mad at Mike. <laughs> he did not like the last dance. He's pissed. And he said oh, the flu, go- flu game is dumb because <laughs> he's like, hey, let me just ask you, what's harder to play with, uh, the flu or a uh, broken back? Because... <laughs> I had a broken back, and no one ever talks about that. But this flu Man. game, who cares? I was like, oh, oh, snap. And then he said, everyone liked playing with him. Oh, Nobody gosh. liked playing with Mike. And they won Jeez. despite having Michael Jordan. Joe, <laughs> what? Oh, gosh. You can't go full crazy, man, here. You Should can't. we just do – should we pause in this promote oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's do a pr- quick all day or cray cray? Should we do a quick all day okay. or cray cray on Joe? Is, is Scotty Pippen? <laughs> period. All day or cray cray? What's going on here, Scotty? This is like the definition of cray cray. This is the craziest thing you could possibly say about anybody (laughs) ever in sports. I think this is the craziest thing you could say. Because I think actually this is crazier even than saying we won despite Tom Brady, who is the GOG. Yeah. But in this case, to say you won despite... (laughs) Despite Michael Jordan, because I fully admit Tom Brady is the GOG. He's over Michael Jordan in in the all time of sports. But that's the goat of goats for those of you uninitiated. But you can't say you won despite Michael Jordan. That's the craziest thing you could ever say. He was a negative to your team? That makes no sense. He was holding you back, and somehow you overcame having (laughs) Michael Jordan on your team? The guy who's literally hitting shots that are going to, like, you're going to lose the series if he doesn't make this shot, and then he makes that shot, and then you win? What? That guy? The guy who's leading you in, like, every category, practically? He's the goat of he's the greatest basketball player of all time and having that guy on your team in his prime by the way is this isn't the Wizards Michael Jordan you're talking about you know which is like maybe I don't know maybe Rip Hamilton has a case for saying something like that one time but uh, this is prime Mike it gets funnier the more you keep going I mean he's he's just He's stealing the ball at the end of the... He's literally stealing the ball and then hitting the shot on the other side. He's stealing the ball from Carl Malone, and then he's hitting the shot on the other side to win the game. And you're saying you won despite that guy? Yeah. They walk into the locker room after that win. After Mike hits it against the Cavs, pumps his fists, almost kicks someone in the face. And Scotty's like, <laughs> I mean, we're lucky we had me. No, I don't – yeah, it doesn't even – it doesn't make sense. How? How does that make sense? He walks in – they walk into the locker room. He's like, could have won by 20 if Mike wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> it just – it's crazy. It's hard to even think of something <laughs> that that this compares to, that it makes – it it just makes no sense. You can't go full crazy, man. You can't say – like, I, I get it. I get what he's doing, right? He's trying to be ridiculous. His press team is like, you got to go 
make clickbait. <laughs> you got to as hard as you clickbait. can. Yeah. As hard as you, you can. You got to go the hottest hot takes. Hottest hot take you could do, right? And so, but like if I was if that was me, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I acknowledge that Mike, you know, he's one of the greatest, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I still think LeBron's greater because right. uh you know, ABC. Yeah. ABC. You know, I also think his legacy, as great as it is, is not as good as the player. Like, his legacy is greater than the player he actually was because he right. was a jerk in the locker room. Right. right. There's your clickbait. You can't go full, <laughs> like, you can't go beyond there. You can be like, you can't be like, you know, he sucks. <laughs> you know, he's like, it's just not good. Yeah. I thought this was kind of like Screech. You know, rest in peace, Dustin Diamond, when he was going wild on his Saved by the Cat <laughs> Bell castmate saying that it was all sunshine and roses. I thought it was like this, but I think it's even further than that. I think it would further. be like Screech saying like, you know what? I was really the star of the show. Just get rid of all of them and just have the show about me and it would have been better. <laughs> it's like, yes. What? <laughs> that yes. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it would have been like, yeah, I mean, I, it just. It's too far. It's like you're saying. It's too far. Like, if you want to do hot takes, it has to somewhat fit in, you know? Yeah. I think something you said long ago when we were talking about shows and stuff, you said, you're the best shows bend reality. It's not right. beyond reality, you know? It's like right. It just, like, bends it a little bit. And so it's like, oh, okay. So you could do that, Scotty. You could bend it a little bit. Because obviously Michael Jordan bended his because he mm-hmm. – mm-hmm. He got every last word in his documentary. <laughs> I mean, you're going to if you're the hero of your story, you're going to do it the way you want it. So Scotty, you could do the same, but you can't go full crazy man here. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, okay? If you're going to do Genjutsu, it has to be close to reality, right? It has to be believable. Right, 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 yeah, right. When right. it's really weird is when you're like, oh, "Wait a minute, this is a dream." You know, you're <laughs> like, "This Oh, this yeah. is for what, sure when, fake." When, yeah. when your body's melting, you're like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. yeah, like when when the there's the one where Itachi does it to Kakashi member and he's like yeah. doing his thing. He's like, okay, something's weird. This is like <laughs> this is obviously wrong. This is something yeah. is you know, it's gotta be close. It's gotta be close to reality and yeah. some little things are bending. When you're in the dream and all of a sudden, you know, you're flying and you're like an alligator and like you're you're <laughs> underwater and in the air at the same it's like, okay, this is too weird. I'm I'm dreaming, right? And that Scotty, you gotta you gotta stick kinda close, close to the script of reality. You can't go full board crazy. Which is what this is. The craziest take I've ever heard in sports. Ever. <laughs> and we live in a world where Kendrick Perkins is on our TVs daily. We got Kendrick. We got Paul Pierce saying he's better than D-Wade. We got Stephen A. Smith opening his mouth every day. You know, we got... The Paul the Pierce D-Wade is closer than Scotty <laughs> saying he won despite Mike. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But going back. Scotty at number 30. Joe, would you promote, demote, or all she wrote at 30th? Despite the craziness, I'm just going to go all she wrote. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd love to demote on the basis of the craziness, but, you know, that doesn't count. You know, that's a totally different thing. It's cray-cray for sure, but it it doesn't merit moving him down. Scotty Pippen, amazing player, 
better real life player than his numbers say. Yeah. We did see his peak when Jordan was out. He was an right. MVP candidate that season. Yep. The Bulls were still good that season. Of course, when they got to the playoffs, you kind of saw the limitations of Scotty. Yes. You know, that's what I think. And I know they kind of got screwed, you know, against the Knicks and all that, whatever. whatever. But still, look, at the end of the day, somehow the great players managed to work those things in their favor. Like they managed to make the best of those situations. And with Scotty, we saw both without Jordan, the two seasons and post Jordan when mm-hmm. Scotty was not like washed. I mean, he was still a good player. Yeah. But it he didn't was the one on Kobe. Yeah. I mean, defending Kobe when he went to Houston, that was supposed to be a super team. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody was kind of old, and it turned out not to be the case. He went to Portland. That was supposed to be a super team. And actually, that team was crazy. And they had a lot of good players on that team. Mm -hmm. They had Steve Smith. They had him. They had Sheed. They had Bonzi Wells. They had uh, Damon Stoudemire. Like, that was a legit team. That was a good team. And it was baby Kobe and Shaq, right? It was like young Kobe and Shaq. And so, I mean, Shaq was in his prime. But Kobe was still just baby Kobe. Yeah, but Kobe was up and coming. And they found a way to blow a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter. <laughs> the, the Blazers did. And so – and you kind of saw it. Honestly, I feel like that was when I was finally like Scotty's career – like his legacy's written now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine they got to the finals that season. That, that would have been a huge boost for Scotty. Or won a title. Jordan. Yeah, or won a title. To do that, that would have been a huge thing, but – Unfortunately, I think there's a reason why Kobe and Shaq always go back and forth about who has more rings. Mm. Shaq made a rap song, right? Yep. He said, Kobe can't do it without me. And then Kobe, he says, they're like, why are you smiling? Because I got one more than Shaq. (laughs) Yep. It matters. matters. That stuff matters. You know, that you can prove it, that you're better than your you know comrades and he could never do it yeah and it changed it's kind of it's revisionist it is but you go back and you look at it and you're like oh you know actually this player was better than we thought yeah you know what i mean had scotty won that title let's say he won finals mvp you know he probably wouldn't have but let's just say he did for some reason we would go back and look at it and be like scotty has seven titles you know, Mike yeah. doesn't have a single title without Scotty. Scotty's got one without Mike, and he won Finals MVP. We'd be like, maybe he was better than we thought. Like maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe we didn't give him enough credit back in the day. I mean, he was taking yeah. the hardest defensive assignments, and he was dunking on Ewing. You know, like you go back and you look at the clips again, and you're like, oh, like maybe he was a little better than I thought. But it's it's the thing they do with Powell and Kobe. It's the same. It's the same thing. You know. Yes. But Scotty was better. Couldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Scotty was greater, obviously, than, yeah. than Powell. Unfortunately, Scotty, when he had his chance, he missed his chances. Yeah, he just he, he just didn't do it. So, you know, what yeah, can if you he say? Got, what if he got to the finals when yeah. he, when Jordan retired? You know, then it then it really does oh, something. Yeah, you know? that would have been amazing. Yeah, I you mean, know? had he had they done that, the Bulls, you lose, you lose Mike. Be, yeah, you, who's supposed to be the the greatest? Like he wasn't the goat then, but he was. He was on the rise. Best player in the league. Yeah. yeah. You lose the best player in the league and you still get to the finals. That would have been yeah. that would have been. I huge. mean, equi- equivalent to now, let, like let's say LeBron was lost for the season and AD gets it takes them to the finals. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh. Like it does something to you. Yeah. Of course yeah. that would never happen because AD sucks. Yeah, to, 
Yeah, to me, I thought Jordan and Pippen, they're like Walter White and Jesse Pinkman, right? Mm. Hand in hand. Hand in mm. hand. But the show is about Walter White. <laughs> it's about Heisenberg. It's not about Pinkman. As great as Jesse is. Oh, love him. Love him. As great. Greatest, greatest sidekick of all time. Hey, you know what? You know what? They filmed Camino, and he got to be the star, and it sucks. That's just what I was going to say. And That's it exactly, sucks. I didn't even watch it, but I'm saying, who saw Camino? <laughs> Let me just – I wanted to just put it out there. Who saw it? And look, Jesse Beckman, he did some, he's done some good stuff on his own. I don't yeah. even know his real name, unfortunately, but, you know, the actor. He's Aaron, done some Paul. Other stuff. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Aaron he's Paul. done some other stuff. Uh, I like the cult thing he did on Hulu. It was a cool show. But um, Cliff, I'm going to go a little bit in a different direction because okay. of what Scotty's doing right now. Because, you know, it, it's it's a Batman-Robin situation. This is the ultimate Batman-Robin, right? It's They, yep. they define Batman and Robin as far as, far as sports go. It's Mike and, and uh, Scotty. Yeah. But I'm going to go, instead of Dick Grayson, Robin, um, I'm going to go Scotty as uh, Red Hood, Robin. Oh! <laughs> Jason Todd, Robin. Because it was cool when they were together, and then I don't know what happened, but he he died, and then he came back, and he's this freaking he's, he's angry, <laughs> he's he's pissed. He's why is he using gu- why are you using guns now? Why using guns? Why using guns, man? That's against That's the not, creed. It's not the way. It's not the it's way. That's not the way. It's like when Batman defeated Joker. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Scotty. Oh, Scotty. It's not the way. Batman's holding Gotham back. <laughs> holding us back. Oh, God. All right. Let's move on. Scotty, that was, that was fun. Let's that go. Was fun. Another one that's going to be really fun. Number 29. <laughs> Mr. Travel himself. Mr. Quadruple <laughs> Step Back. James, step back. James Harden. He's 32nd in all-time scoring already, 40th in all-time assists already. Man. He's a career 25, 6, 7, 2, 44%. At his peak, I, I had to choose two because two of his peaks were so good. One, 36 points per game, 7, mm. 8, 44, 7, 8, 2, 44% from the field. Or another season where you might think it's greater is 29, 8, and 11 assists a game. Seven-time All-NBA, former MVP, has three second-place finishes for MVP. He's the number two highest single-season usage rate. Joe, he's got 12 seasons that he's played, 12 times in the playoffs. He's never missed, but he's 13-12 and in the playoffs, one-time finals, the ones with OKC. But he's shot under 40% in a third of the series in the playoffs. He shot under 45% in another third. And so two-thirds of the playoff series he's played, he shot under 45%. Joe, demote, promote, or all she wrote on James Harden. I'm going to go all she wrote again. Despite how much I criticize James Harden, his numbers are just ridiculous. His, his career output is crazy. Yeah, like what you're getting out of him is just insane. And I don't actually fault James Harden. He's like, because the person that he is, he doesn't, he's consistent. (laughs) You know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not, 
He's consistently bad in the playoffs. Yeah. He's consistently amazing in the regular season. It's just you kind of know what you're going to get from him. And so I don't fault him as much. You know, it's hard, it's hard to fault him when he's not to blame. It's not like he's choking. You know, I mean, I guess technically you could call it choking, but it's it's hard to call it choking when he's doing it for like an entire series versus just doing it at like certain moments of the game. Do you know I what see, I mean? I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not a sudden shock. You know what I mean? That, okay, all of a sudden he's playing bad. It's like. You can go into the game thinking, all right, this guy's not going to be here. So, like, what are we going to do? Like, what's the plan? You know what I mean? Blake, you going to step up? Hey, Joe, you got to shoot some more threes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to you gotta go in. They should be going into the game thinking, all right, I don't think Harden's going to be here today. So, we got to we gotta adjust, right? And so, it's hard to just argue sense. with his, his sheer volume of stats that he throws at you. And accomplishments, it's hard. It's really hard to argue with that. Yes, he's been disappointing in the playoffs, but he hasn't been, like, tragically disappointing. Do you know what I mean? Except last season. I mean, look, but I give him a tiny pass because he was hurt. I mean, 11 points per game on 31% shooting against the Bucs. He was hurt, though. You know, he was coming off the injury. So, I mean... I don't know how much that plays into... That definitely wasn't all of it because you could see that... He was capable of doing some things that he wasn't doing. Yeah. But, I mean, coming off injury, how can, how can you really say, I don't know how much he was hurt. I don't know. You know, yeah, so I'm not going su- to I'm not gonna suddenly just attribute it to his chokageness because I don't know. He had another excuse. I, I can't put that all on him for that season. So That's fair. Put, putting that aside, I mean, yes, he did choke in other situations. But look, like they beat the Clippers. They did. Remember to get to the Western they Conference did. Finals, and they, they were did. down 3-1 in that series. You know, that maybe that, that hurts Chris Paul or Blake Griffin or one of these other guys, you know, or Doc Rivers actually. Probably hurts Doc Rivers the most, his legacy. But he's had, so that's the thing. He's had some moments where he's been up, he's had some moments where he's been down. You know, he, I do kind of see him as disappointing. But that's a, if he were not disappointing, I think J- James Harden would be a top 15 player mm. all time with his stats. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I think at this level, he's already taking a hit for those disappointments. And so I'm fine with him at 29. Yeah, he's 7-4 and four in the first round. Oh, actually, no, 8-4 and four in the first round. And 4-3 and three in the second round. It's just... So, yeah, that's not... You know, it's not a T-Max situation. It's not a Dominique Wilkins situation, right? But it's he, not... he's just 1-5 beyond that. Right. That That's, that's where it, it starts to dwindle. But yeah, look, he's he's pouring in the numbers, you know, like pour, pouring I mean, it in, <laughs> 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 like ridiculous. like truly ridiculous. pouring it. <laughs> and the the other thing for me is he never misses the playoffs. That mm. that's that's the quality of his game. Even when he got traded to OKC to that Houston team, which was nothing, like yeah. truly nothing, he made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Even when when the Westbrook effect. Came into play, didn't miss the playoffs. Even when Dwight was at his worst, he didn't miss the playoffs. You know, mm. Mm. so yes, that 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 is a large credit to him. But of course, like he can't get beyond because in the playoffs he just is like, ah, oh, I'm good. All right, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. You know. 
I don't want to do this anymore. And so he just like shoots horribly. I'm just like, come on, man. Come on. Mm. You know, to me, Joe, to me, James Harden is like Jennifer Aniston. You know, mm. Jennifer Aniston, you know exactly what you're going to get with her. Yes. You know, like the way mm. she acts, every film that she's in, you're like, okay, yep, this is her, you know, and, you know, she's never considered one of the top tier. Only right. by the faithful to her. They're mm-hmm. like the ones that are very faithful to her. They're like, oh, no, she's great. She's amazing. Anything she's in. But, you know, it's not. It's not the top caliber. It's not the top tier. But if she's in a movie, she's gonna sell it. If right. she's in a show, she's gonna sell it. Oh, so you didn't you didn't like Murder Mystery? You didn't think that was? I actually thought yeah, it was fine. It, it was not like Oscar. exactly what I would expect. <laughs> it's not an Oscar contender, though. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> See exactly what I would expect. I like that Cliff. Yeah, I, I like that Jennifer Aniston, James Harden. Yeah, she's beloved. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're gonna get, you know. You know, it's, it's, it's entertaining, you know. Once in a while, you you see Wesley Johnson fall down, he licks his lips, you know. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty entertaining, you know. Yeah, it's it's that step back. I mean, you know, every time he still does it, I'm like, man, that's a tough shot. <laughs> yeah, you know, murder mystery, horrible bosses too. It's just in the pocket. Yeah, it's Marley and it's me. It's entertaining. The it's breakup. Rumor has it. <laughs> now, along came Pauly. It's all. It's all, it's all the in same. There. It's, with Ben Stiller, yeah. That's all in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same. It, that's what you get from Harden. He's gonna pour it in. Just pour it in. <laughs> but let's move on to someone else that wants to contend for pouring it in. His. <laughs> Former teammate twice, mm. number 28, why not himself, Russell Westbrook, mm. 34th in all-time scoring, 12th in all-time assists. He's a career 23-7-9-2, and at his peak, 32-11-10-2, He has four seasons averaging a triple-double, nine-time All-NBA, former MVP. We talked about the number two Highest single season usage rate? Well, you got Russell Westbrook as the number one highest single season usage rate and the number four highest single season usage rate. 13 seasons, 11 times in the playoffs. He's 11 and 10 in the playoffs. One-time finalist. Joe, demote, promote, or all she wrote for Russell Westbrook. You know, I just said... All she wrote for Harden, but I'm yeah. gonna promote Harden and I'm gonna move Westbrook down. Mm. Demote. Mm. I'm gonna switch him mm. because as much as I like Westbrook, and I if it was, if it was my favorite player, I'd definitely put Westbrook over Harden. But once you take away, like once you strip away all of the baby rocking and all of the coast to coast dunks, like once uh. you strip away some of that veneer and you look underneath. Harden has had a more successful career than Westbrook. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to dispute that. Mm. I mean, you look at what they've done once OKC blew up, right? Like once that dynasty exploded and everybody went their separate ways, Harden has been more successful. Like you said, he went to Houston, a nothing team. A nothing team. Carried them to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. right? And then he had success there. They built around him. Dwight carried Dwight Howard to the playoffs and then he carried other people to the like he's just every time 
And then Chris Paul came, you know, and Westbrook came and like whoever came, James Harden was the constant right there in Houston. And that team continued to build on the success of James Harden to build around him to create teams to get progressively better mm -hmm. while Westbrook's career after the OK3 uh, broke up. He just went down and down and down, right? Like everywhere he went after that, it got worse and worse and worse. Mm. They got Paul George. He got sent home by Dame, you know, and then he went to Houston and they didn't achieve as much as they had previously. And then he went to Washington. And look, he, he brought up Washington. I give him some credit for that. But it's like you kind of see the ceiling for Westbrook. Mm -hmm. You know, you see the ceiling for Harden. It's like once he gets past the second round, he starts to – like his powers, right? They start – I don't yeah. know. Like Westbrook's like a – I mean Harden's like a like a Tesla to me. You know, it's like amazing to drive and he's like great. But then you go up the mountain too much and you're far from chargers, charging stations <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, oh, shoot, this car is useless. You know, it's like all of a sudden you're just like, oh, what am I going to do, you know? And Westbrook is like – I don't know. Westbrook's like a Hummer. <laughs> you know, he's just like – He's definitely not electric. I mean, he's always just like you got to constantly be pouring gas no, into he, that he's thing. He's a Harley. He's a motorcycle. <laughs> he's, he's, it's yeah. really loud. And just over, you know, just diminishing returns is my point. <laughs> you know, it's like over time, it just starts breaking everything else down. It's like such a drain on your wallet and your life. You know that all of a sudden it's just like it's short. It's short lived, and so. That's what you've seen with Westbrook. Look, again, his numbers are insane, but he's not as efficient as Harden. Hasn't had as much playoff success as Harden. It's crazy to say, but it's true. And, I mean, hasn't had as much regular season success as Harden. Mm. So I got I got to move him down. I got to move him under Harden. Um, still an amazing player, obviously. I wouldn't move him out of this tier, but, but yeah, I mean, putting them side by side, like, that's really interesting because you, you just see it right there. Yeah, I mean, Harden, I think the thing that he really has going for him is he could have been MVP four times. He placed second yeah. three times. I mean, just look at his look at his peak. 36, 7, 8, 2 on 44%. Like, or 29, 8, 11. He's got two peaks. Yeah. And just put those numbers next to Kobe. Mm. And you'll you'll that's when you'll be like, oh damn, like this guy really was like a numbers. I mean, put him next Machine. to LeBron. Yeah. Put him next to LeBron's best numbers. Yeah, it's 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 pretty epic. I think for Westbrook, what's really interesting. Same with Harden. Uh, he's ten and five in the in the first two rounds, but then after that, he's one and four. So both of them, I think a lot of it is attributed to that OKC success at the beginning. You know, right? Well, except Harden's is attributed in Houston as well when he yeah. did it by himself. He's got Whereas a, Westbrook yeah, had KD. Westbrook never had a second. He hasn't had a second run outside like with a of, team. Uh, yeah, outside of yeah. without KD. After KD left, he hasn't really had that run. He's had nothing. Yeah, I mean, and that's a lot of flameouts. Unfortunately, yeah, the, I think the situation with him. He's always oh my, getting his numbers though. Oh <laughs> my god! His yeah, even it, now it, it, in the twenty seventeen playoffs, he averaged thirty seven, twelve, eleven, two. Gosh, it's like insane. But he lost in the first round. Like yeah. that's like you that that says something, right? You can't do it all. <laughs> 
You can't. The do only it all. person that could do it all and win is LeBron James, and even he, it's it's and he it's, only did it's it hard. Maybe hard. one time. Yeah, it's hard. The only person that could do it. All right, I think Joe Russell Westbrook is the Will Smith of basketball. Mm. Will Smith, you know him. Boom, 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 blasting aliens. Boom, 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 blasting cowboys. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> he blasts everybody, all right? Oh, uh, welcome to Earth. <laughs> he could single-handedly carry movies. He could carry He could carry these movies, but never to, like, Academy Award greatness. And also, mm. you can't slot him into any situation and expect it to work. Mm. You can't just take anybody out, put Will Smith in. You're like, oh, you know what? That movie's better. Mm. Not not all the time. He's very he's a very specific piece. But when you pop him in, you know it's gonna be a July fourth blockbuster. Yeah, I agree. You know what's interesting also why I like this? He's kinda like Will Smith. You know Will Smith recently came out with a book and it, there's all yeah. this yeah. like info that's been dropping about the book and they talked about how on the pilot of Fresh Prince he started playing the piano, mm. you know, at the end of the episode when Uncle Phil comes to talk yeah. to him. And everybody said that that was like such a iconic moment because that was actually unscripted. Mm. He just ha- he just knew how to play the piano, and then he happened to do it. He was playing like Fear Elise, and everybody on set was like shocked because they didn't know he was supposed to face Uncle Phil when he came, but he was kind of like you know he had his head down and he was just like yeah. playing. And then they said James Avery was like around the corner, and he was like, "Wow, this is gonna be um, such an iconic show." Because and one of the things because everybody didn't know that about Will Smith mm-hmm. and that ended up being a theme of kind of like subverting expectations, mm-hmm. like how you can't judge a book by its cover. And that became a theme as part of the show, which right. is like built into the show. And I was like, oh, that's like super interesting. But anyway, the reason I brought it up is because I feel like Will Smith was the best on The Fresh Prince. Mm. I feel like that was his greatest work, his greatest, most significant work, even though he has done great things since then. But I mean, you know, (laughs) is it the same level of does it bring back the nostalgia? You know, does it bring back the kind of effect? I mean, the scene where the the scene with his dad, he had James, he had James Avery. He had James Avery. He had James Avery who pushed him to be better to be beyond as an actor, you know? Yes. And that you know? show was like so great. Like it's so amazing. And, and it spoke to all these like contemporary issues and yeah. just, and that's kind of how I feel about Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I feel like on OKC, that first run, that was his most significant work in basketball. And ever since then, I don't know. He's done stuff. Yeah. Like, like Will Smith, he had Ali. You know, like that was a kind of academy type performance he's done. But then, you know, when I see him in like Gemini Man and stuff like that, like he's Aladdin. Like, I mean, you know, he's the genie in Aladdin. It's just not. It's like Westbrook, you know, I'm sorry, but it's just not the same. I don't have the same feelings when I see Westbrook now. He's a Laker now and I don't have those feelings. You know, like I don't feel this this rooting for him anymore. Something's happened. You know, his career has become too manufactured. He's gone too many places. He's de- mm. Like, it's just, it's not the same. He can't capture that magic anymore. And that's how I feel about him. So I think Will Smith is perfect. 
Yeah. I mean, Independence Day, Men in Black, Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, <laughs> Wild Wild West, Bad Boys uh, 1, Bad Boys 2. He passed the Matrix to do Wild Wild West, man. He passed Hancock, up Django. He was I like, Robot. I don't want to be Django. Uh, Will. <laughs> I Am Legend. Hey, these are good movies. But, you know, we, is he ever pushed as an actor as he was in Fresh Prince? No. James Avery, man. James Avery. Not. Rest in peace. What's that one movie he did with? Is it called After Earth? Uh, After Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. <laughs> After Earth. Collateral Beauty. Uh, I liked uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. I like that movie. Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, I want to sing King Richard, though. He still has the draw. Ooh, actually, that looks... He still has the draw. Okay, Venus maybe, and Serena? I got to see that. <laughs> maybe maybe in his twilight years, Russell Westbrook will be something different. I don't know. Mm, it's possible. But I said all along, when they, when they made it to that finals that first time, I said, OKC will never win a championship with Russell Westbrook as the point guard. Mm. Can't. That was super true. Can't. <laughs> they can't. If James Harden's the point guard, it's possible, but... Not with Westbrook as the point guard. He's he ha, he he has to play off the ball. He just does. That's his best attribute. Okay. Wow, that was a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> We've only lot. gone through three guys. We've only gone through already. three guys. Oh my god. We're gonna go a little, little quicker, I think. All right, all right let's go a little faster. Yeah. All right, number twenty-seven. The point guard himself, Chris Paul. Third in assists, fifth in steals, 45th all-time in points. 19 5 for his career. 19-4, 11 for his peak. Pretty similar numbers. Pretty consistent. Ten-time All-NBA, nine-time All-Defense. Led the NBA four-time in assists, six times in steals. He's a runner-up MVP. 16 years he's played, 13 seasons in the playoffs, but he's 10-13 and 13 in the playoffs. One-time finals, losing record for the Western Conference semis, 2-5. and five. Joe... Demote, promote, or all she wrote on Chris Paul. Promote, mm. Chris Paul. It's too low. He's about, it's about three spots too low in mm. my opinion. Mm. He should be up above twenty-five. Mm. Um, Chris Paul has succeeded in every endeavor. New Orleans, LAC, Houston, OKC. That's the big one. OKC. OKC, a team that many, including us, predicted to be the worst team in, in the, the NBA. And they were the fourth seed. They were a f- they freaking got home court in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, that's you gotta, pre- you gotta promote. pretty he's incredible. Ne- and he's never had a situation. Like, he's never had a, a player equal to him. Hmm. He's never had a player equal. To, and when you're a Chris Paul type player, small point guard, mm. you need a player that's at least as good as you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like to be a championship caliber team, you need a player that's at least as good as you. Mm. And so, and he's never had anything close to that. I mean, he had David West. I mean, he had who? Who? who Tyson Chandler, the, Blake Griffin, David West, Tyson Chandler. I mean, come on, These DeAndre aren't Jordan. Even, these aren't even close. He had Harden, to, though. To good and, yeah, Harden, yes. And they almost beat Golden State. They did. They were one win away from the finals. Golden State! 
like the the Golden State, the the uh, the ridiculous juggernaut Golden State with KD, and then Chris Paul got hurt in Game Six. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. They have no business being as good as that Golden State team. Like they have no business taking that team to seven games. I mean, look at what Steph is doing right now, and look at what KD is doing right now, and those two guys are on the same team. And then they had, then you Clay? throw in Clay Thompson, and they had Draymond, and then you throw in Draymond, a younger Draymond. <laughs> Oh, the German's looking good again, but I mean, come on, man! That's ri- this overachieving. This guy's overachieved in literally every situation he's been. Phoenix, I mean, yes, we get Devin Booker's better than him right now, and so you know that's that's just fully I completely acknowledge that. And look what he does! Look what he does when he gets a player who's as good as him. They go to the finals, or better, or better than him. They go to the finals, and so I mean. Give this guy some credit, man. Mm. I mean, it's a it's a travesty he's never won an MVP, but it's because Kobe got it in 08 when he probably <laughs> – that was probably his one chance. Yeah. But um, he probably should have got it, but Kobe it, never like, got he, his. He deserves to be promoted. That's for okay. sure. Let's go – let's move Let's move quicker. Let's go 26, Dwight. Dwight Howard, D12, 11th in all-time rebounds, 13 in all-time blocks. He's a career 16-12-1-1-2, peak 21-14-1-1-3, 57%. 8-time All-NBA, 5-time All-Defense, 3-time Defensive Player of the Year, 1-time champ, another runner-up MVP, 17 seasons, 14 playoffs, 13-11 in the playoffs, 2-time finals. Joe, promote, demote, or all she wrote on Dwight Howard. Demote. Mm. Dwight's got to move down. I think to the bottom of this tier. Mm. It was a, it was terrible that he wasn't in the top 75. So, yeah, I think that was ridiculous. But on this level, he doesn't compare to these other – like some of these other guys. Mm. Chris Paul, Westbrook, Harden, probably even Scottie Pippen. They got to be over him. Yeah, he's mm. got to move down. Um, he's had too many – like his career hasn't turned out the way that it should have. And he's he was a part of the terrible Orlando team and he when he was like getting himself kicked out of there. And yeah. – you know, having problems with Stan and, you know, I wouldn't fault him for his character flaws. The problem is they have affected his on-court performance, mm. you know, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of like character you have for this kind of list. Cause we're just judging you on your basketball, but he didn't have his best basketball often because of those problems. Right. Even when he came to the Lakers 2013, he also contributed to the problems that that Laker team had that probably like should have gone to the finals. Honestly, like that team, of course, uh, Kobe tours Achilles. So we'll never know, but and that Nash, team should Nash have been way better. And Nash was hurt too, but I don't really care about Nash. I think just with Kobe Powell and Dwight Powell and Dwight and meta who was still pretty, pretty decent back then. Like that's good enough, man. Like that's Stat. good enough to, yeah, if they worked together properly and Dwight accepted his role as kind of more of the defensive anchor and, you know, less offensive touches, that team could have been amazing. Um, and so I got a demote. Ooh. Yeah, to me, Dwight Howard, uh, maybe I overcorrected because it was like super ridiculous that he was <laughs> on the NBA 75. Yeah, that is ridiculous. But here, here's why I think it happened. Is because Joe Dwight Howard is like Nick Cage, you know. He's mm. kind of thought of as a joke now, right? Oh, <laughs> you make fun of him. Oh, he's dating young people. Oh, he goes crazy. Oh, his little ticks and mannerisms. <laughs> but man, did the man make some classics? Mm. Face Off, The Rock, mm. 
Gone in 60. Family Man. He's also, if people don't know, an Academy Award winner. An mm. Oscar winner. But people forget. People forget because they just perseverate on his craziness and his current status. <laughs> and that's like Dwight, right? He, he, he was great early on. But you're right. Since then, he's fallen off in in where his mentality and the things that he's been doing is really whack. It is I, left I, behind I, the Wicker Man. <laughs> it's not pretty, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's, it's not pretty. Even like Ghost Jeans start doing Ghost Rider stuff, and you're like, this is weird. It's not. It's not the same Nick Cage. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. But he's got highs injustice. and he's got lows. Yeah, That's but injustice for not being on the 75. No, he should have been on the 75. He deserves to be on this list, you know, but lower than this. I'm, I might even knock him out of this tier. Mm. I'm not sure. I'd have and to put Gary Payton up. Maybe GP GP only point guard ever to win defensive player of the year. Maybe, maybe I, I'd have to look at it a little more closely, but maybe. Okay, number 25, Ace and Kid, Jason Kid, <laughs> second in all-time steals, second in all-time assists. He's a career 13, 6, 9, 2, 40% from the field. At his peak, he was 15, 7, 10, 2, six-time All-NBA, nine-time All-Defensive, runner-up MVP, 19 years in the league, seven times in the playoffs, one-time champ, three times in the finals. He's 16 and 16, all-time in the playoffs. Joe, hmm. demote, promote. Or all she wrote on Jason Kidd. Uh, I'm gonna have to demote here as well. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I mean, and it's this is a kind of a different one. It's kind of based on the type of player Jason was. Mm. He wasn't quite. I feel like he wasn't good enough. Um, you know, he couldn't shoot. He his offensive game was kind of limited. Uh, Very. It's a travesty that he didn't win MVP too. I think he should have won in 02 when when Tim Duncan won, but because he freaking was carrying that sorry. What was it, 02 or 03? But 0102. He was, 0102. Yeah, when 0102, he got traded. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was carrying that sorry New Jersey team to the to the finals, to the finals. To so yes, I I give him finals. a lot of credit. However, the East was super weak. Okay, the East was real bad then. And he was never – I think he – just his game, it's not his fault. You know what I'm saying? Like he did as much as he could with the game that he was given, with the talent that he was given. But I don't think he's on the same level of player as like Chris Paul, Westbrook, Harden. You know, he's just he's just not. You know, obviously when he won his championship – and I understand he has a championship, but when he won his championship – he was super old and he was he playing was. on Dallas. And yes, he was a significant part of the team, but that to me is like the the next tier guys. Mm. That's like the 30s down. You know, that's mm. like the Ray Allen situation. That's like mm. the that's the guys Gary Payton. You know, those are the guys who were like had great careers and they did stuff, didn't quite achieve the heights and then they went and like they were contributing in their older years and so I could I see him more in that vein. I see him closer to like a GP or closer to like, you know, that level of player. I understand he's second all time in steals and assists, but you know, for me, I've said this many times, but I think all time stats don't mean that much. 
Mm. I think it has to do with longevity. It has to do with, you know, how many years you play in the league and all that stuff. And I just don't care that much, like, where you are all time. Like, it means something, but it doesn't mean a ton to me. It's more about in NBA. It's more about averages. And so I'd have to demote him. I think, to me, the thing that always pulls him up is those two-time NBA Finals appearances. It is crazy. Back-to-back. It is crazy. Where his best player was either Kenyon Martin, second best player was Kenyon Martin or Richard Jefferson. It's like, they're fine. (laughs) (laughs) They're fine. Yeah. But my gosh, like, I mean, this is, I know the East was weak, you know, but like the other guys are, you know, Allen Iverson, he was going up against Vince Carter. He was going up against Paul Pierce. He was going up against, you know, like it's not nobody's. And to do it twice in a row, one time might be a fluke, but twice, I mean, hey, like, you're doing something. It doesn't help that he got swept both times (laughs) when he got to the finals. Right. Because the West was stacked. So much better. Yeah, I mean, whoever came out of the East, you always just like, ah, whatever. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I think his defensive presence was always really strong. But, yes, like hurting that he can't shoot and his resume isn't that much more impressive than anyone below him. It's tough to have him this high up, but I love Jason Kidd. I think he's great. Okay. Moving forward. Number 24, Patrick Ewing. Mm. Joe, he's a career 21, 10, 2, 1, 2 at his peak. He was 29, 11, 2, 1, 4, seven time, all NBA, three time, all defense. He's 17 years in the league, 14 times in the playoffs, 16 and 13 in the playoffs, one-time finals appearance. Joe Patrick Ewing, demote promoter, all she wrote. The star of New York City. I'm going to... I mean, basically all she wrote. I think I'll move... I'm Like, some players would probably move around around him. Yeah. But I think he would generally stay in the same similar area. Like, top 25. Yeah. Because Patrick Ewing, amazing player. His peak is pretty crazy. 29-11-2-1-4. Four blocks a game. And this is not a rounded four. It's a four. Yeah. (laughs) It's a solid four. And he was defensively a monster, but also offensively at his peak. He was very good offensively. Yes. Even though his game's kind of ugly, but he still... It wasn't pretty. I mean, he's making that mid-ranger. You know, he was great in the post. He could he could drive to the basket. Like, he was a very good player. And the, the thing is, he carried teams that I think were not that great. Yeah, he did. Those Knicks teams were not that great, but they were just They're tough. beloved, but not that great. <laughs> Yeah, they're beloved, and somehow it just worked. Like this, like blue collar mentality, and you just had like I don't know these guys like John Starks and John like Starks. you know the Larry Johnson teams or the you know it's just I don't know Mark Jackson Oakley, yeah Oakley. It's Mason. just a bunch of guys. Yeah, Anthony Mason. It's like it's just a bunch of guys who <laughs> played tough, and they weren't like dirty. You know, but they played tough. They hit shots when they needed to hit shots. Obviously, during Ewing's time, he was the centerpiece of that offense and defense. And he carried them, you know, and they got to the finals. And, like, you got to give him credit for that, I think. Um, And his numbers are good. So he doesn't have any holes in his game. He doesn't really have a lot of disappointments. I think he achieved pretty much as well as he could have, considering he played in the Jordan era. 
And so I give him a lot of credit. So I think he's all she wrote. I mean, he's one of the number one people that got hurt playing in the Jordan era. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the and then he has the one sting, the, the finger roll. <laughs> the big choke. The big the big choke. Wide open. Well, you know, <laughs> mostly wide open, you know. Just, he was pretty open, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a guy coming on his right shoulder, but like at least where his hand is, there's at, no one there. At the rim, yeah, he's at the rim. There's no one there. To tie the game. Who knows if he would they would have won the game in overtime, but you gotta make that. If he if he made that, they would have won. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make that. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think Pat Ewing Gets a bad rap for all of that stuff. But my gosh, was he putting up numbers and was he carrying teams to the playoffs and deep into the playoffs? You know? Yes. It's not, he's not messing around. You know, it's just the problem is he just faced people that were just much greater than he was. You know, and that's, that's, that's tough. But it doesn't mean that he wasn't great himself because he was always in the thick of it. <laughs> Get it at him. There's a reason why people in New York love him. You know, it's because, he gets after it. He's he's ten and three in the first round, four and seven in the second round, two and two in the third round, and he's zero and one in the finals. Like, he, it's he's doing it. He's getting there. Yeah. He's working it. Mm-hmm. He's, it's not not always choking. It's not things like that. He just I think he just got outclassed by the gog. Well, not the gog. The goat <laughs> and the thirtieth best player on this list. You know. <laughs> Right, yeah. There's two what of them. Does he have? Yeah, yeah. There's two of them. I, Joe, I think he's kind of like Adam Sandler. You know, he's Mm-mm. dependable, just so dependable. You know, again, you kind of know what you're going to get, but also like, you like it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You like it, but then <laughs> there's also like, you're also confused. Like, why do you keep making grownups? Like, why? <laughs> why you got to do that? But. You know, he can carry a movie by himself. If he's in it, people will see it. All right, let's go. 23, Allen Iverson. 25th in points all time, 14th in steals. He's a career 27, 4, 6, 2, 43% at his peak. 31, 5, 6, 3, 40%. He led the league in minutes seven times. Four-time mm-hmm. scoring champ in an era of Kobe, T-Mac, Vince, Shaq, Duncan, KG, Three-time leader in steals, seven-time All-NBA, former MVP, 14 years in the league, eight times in the playoffs, but six and eight in the playoffs, but one-time finals appearance. Joe, demote promoter, all she wrote on Allen Iverson. Uh, man, this is so tough. <laughs> Allen Iverson, because I love Allen Iverson. I think he's an amazing player. His finals run is incredible. He His carried, final run is crazy. It's the it's the greatest hard carry of all time. <laughs> it is. It's it's like by far. There's never been a worse team to go to the finals on the back of one player. Can you remember ever a team that was so terrible <laughs> to go to the finals on the back of just one player? Just one star. I can't remember a team. Who uh, who is the second leading scorer on that Philly team? Theo Ratliff. 
like, like, are you kidding me? Theo! <laughs> Guys, Theo freaking Ratliff. Theo Ratliff. Oh, a defensive guy. Theo yep. Ratliff. 12.4 points per game. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. It is incredible. Eric Snow, Aaron McKee, like Dikembe. It's incredible that this is the team that he carried. And and they didn't even have Theo Ratliff for the playoffs. <laughs> His second leading scorer. They didn't have him. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is just ridiculous it is the greatest single season you know including playoffs performance of all time (laughs) of all time hard carry hard carry hard carry i mean you think Giannis carries Uh, he does but he's got middleton and he's got drew holiday and you know before that he had yeah i mean he's he's had those guys are better than aaron mckee and eric snow no, they're like ten times better. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, offensively, you know, defensively, you, you they're all, they were a great defensive team, but offensively, man, this team was inept. <laughs> it's incredible, and so it's hard because I, I like on that basis, it's like I want to move them up, like I want to put them in the top twenty on that basis. However, <sighs> I don't know because he's had a lot of tough situations in his career. It's because of the way that he plays. Many of his teams have also underperformed, I think, because of his inability to play with other players. Mm. You know, I mean, like he was with Melo and just in other situations, like he couldn't. It's not that he's always had great players that he couldn't play with, but people didn't want to play with him, I think, necessarily because of the way that he played. Mm. And so it's hard to get other even second tier, third tier offensive players to play with Allen Iverson because they knew his reputation and I think he had a hard time maximizing those types of players. You know, it's it's kind of like the LeBron effect, you know, on on steroids with Allen Iverson because not only does he take all the shots, but he also doesn't really pass. It's it's the it's really the Kobe effect on steroids. Yeah, oh right? six. It's oh six Kobe. It's the same. It's the same thing. Right. Like whereas right. you know. Alan Iverson said Theo Ratliff, Kobe had, you know, Kwame Brown. Yeah. So as much as it pains Chris me, Mim. I think I'm gonna have to demote here. Wow. That's it. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised. I am also surprised because I didn't think I would, but I don't know. It's hard when you eight, put him up against the numbers. Yeah, eight playoff appearances in 14 seasons. Yeah, you, you put him up against the numbers of Harden and Westbrook. You're like, hmm, I mean, it's not as good. And then you put him up against the playoff success of, like, Chris Paul and Patrick Ewing. You're like, hmm, that's It's not as good. Yeah, over the course of his career. Look, I know he was an amazing player. And one-on-one, if this is a one-on-one tournament, then, yes, Allen Iverson is up there. But in terms of team success and all of that, and look, there, there are other factors against Allen Iverson. He was, like, warring with David Stern. There were, like, all these other things going on. And he had problems with coaches and all that stuff. And, you know, that wasn't a lot of that wasn't his fault. It was part of like the change in NBA culture. So legacy wise and the things that he did for the league and the culture are huge. But in terms of if you're going to get under the hood and just look at the numbers and success, I I have a hard time not demoting him. I feel like you got to demote him. 
Oh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, that's that's tough. That's, it it that's, is tough, but that's tough. It's it's tough, but I mean, it's it's like self-inflicted wounds. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, he, he carried this terrible team, but it's like the way that he plays necessitated him to have a team that's terrible for him yeah. to succeed. It's tough, but it's fair. It's objective, you know? Cause it's Thank not you. cause like we love Allen <laughs> we love Allen Iverson, we love obviously yeah we make fun of James Harden all the time, <laughs> yes but you know when you when you put them up side by side there's there's a there's a story that's being told here and you can't ignore it yes yes okay yeah you can yeah. You, you can always bend the numbers to your will you know or you can kind of just look at it and be like it's it's hard though you know they're they're telling their yeah. own story and it's hard to really go against them i mean obviously the moments and the eye test and all that stuff matters but uh, it's hard to argue with this yeah it, it's tough right because you got westbrook harden you know dwight uh jason kidd patrick ewing almost everyone below him has either a tied or winning record in the playoffs whereas he's six and eight in the playoffs yes, yes. and so how much is one season worth one playoff run of worth versus, yes. you know, over the course of everything else that he's done. That's what you have to weigh. But don't get me wrong. That one finals run puts him in this tier. Right. You know what I mean? Because without that run, he's in the lo- he's in the next tier with the mm. other guys. With, mm. like, Dominique and with, yeah. you know, some of these other guys who, like, didn't have the playoff success. And so. Yeah, he's still less rank. Yes. Okay, let's go. Number 22, Steve Nash. Fourth in assists all time, sixth all time in three point percentage by a guard. He's a career 14, 391, 49%, 43%, 90% from the field. And at his peak, he was 19, 4, 12, 53% from the field, 46% from three, 92% from the line. Seven time All NBA, five time assist champ, two time MVP, and was the runner up the following year. People don't Man. remember that. 18 yeah. seasons, 12 times in the playoffs, 11 and 12 in the playoffs. Joe, promote, demote, or all she wrote for Steve Nash? Um, I'm going to go all she wrote. Mm. I think he is properly rated. Nash is amazing. You know, like, uh, does he deserve two MVPs? I don't know. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He deserves one MVP. He doesn't deserve two MVPs. But... I mean, he was the runner-up the next year, too? Like, that's crazy. And, look, he was the one constant. Also, when uh, the Suns blew up, mm-hmm. right, you had Nash, uh, uh, Mari, uh, Joe Johnson, The Matrix, all playing together, mm-hmm. right? Like, that was the original Suns team. That team exploded. Nash continued to have success no matter who was in and who was out. Right. There were injuries, too, but he was consistently carrying this team to like top seeds in the West, going deep into the playoffs, while all the other guys didn't do much. You know, Joe Johnson went to Atlanta. Amari went to New York. Like all these other guys were doing other things. They like you saw kind of when they were on their own without the Nash effect, they were not as good. And so Nash has this ability to elevate a team, I mm-hmm. think. Once you get to the upper echelon, he's not good enough to carry the team, mm-hmm. you know, in the deeper rounds. But he has the 
he has the good part of the LeBron effect, mm. right? Where he can take sorry teams or players that are like, except he doesn't have the cap on the LeBron effect, right? So you can put anybody on a Nash team and I think he'll make them better. Mm. Um, the only thing is he himself is not good enough, you know, to be the one who elevates the team over the hump, you know, to like get a championship. And so that's what's lacking. But in terms of his accomplishments, his numbers, I mean, his efficiency, like all the things that he, you know, that he did over the course of his career, I mean, he's, it's deserved. So I, I think he's properly rated. I mean, and, and in the playoffs, I mean, he lost to San Antonio. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six times. <laughs> it's the West. Yeah. Six times to San Antonio. He lost to Dallas uh, in the playoffs. You know, it's it's a tough it's tough lost out there. To the Lakers. He lost yeah. to the Lakers. You know, it's, it's and tough so, out I, mean, there. I mean, yeah. How many times did he lose to the eventual champ? Like probably a bunch of times, right? <laughs> yeah, because that's 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 his knock, right? He never made the finals, um, right? And, and so he's zero and four in the Western Conference Finals. It it, it that's that's what hurts. He ran out of gas. And yeah. he couldn't take it to the next echelon. And I think yeah. what's hard for past first guys, you know, you can't carry it at the end. You know, mm-hmm. you need a hard carry. When you're, in, when you're in a game like that, like those mid carries, those healers, all that stuff, you're, <laughs> you're great for a while. And then your ultimate move is nothing. You need a yeah. hard carry to take you to the late stages of the game. You know? To me, Nash is like, he's like Shikamaru. He is like amazing. Right? Like like in the in the situations he's capable of winning, he always wins. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? He's such a strategist and he's so smart and he uses his own abilities maximally and then he uses everybody on his team's abilities maximally. Mm-hmm. Right? But once you get to the end game battle, it's just like uh, you're not useful anymore, right? Like your power level is just not high enough. You know, you're just not you're just not good enough to do anything here. Right, you you need the Naruto level guy, you yeah. know, at that point to just take over and just win the battle, right? And and the strategy almost doesn't matter at that point. You're just like you just you know you're going blow for blow, right? And to me, that's what he is. He's that that's S rank. That's where he is right there. You know. All right, and let's finish this out. Number twenty one, John Stockton, Joe. Mm. Joe, nineteen years in his career. <laughs> 11-time All-NBA, five-time All-Defense. He's led the league in assists nine times. He played 19 19 seasons. He was in the playoffs 19 times, but he was 17 and 19 in playoff series. He played 82 games, 16 of 19 seasons. (laughs) That's crazy. 17 if you include the lockout because he played all 50 games. Crazy. He missed 22 regular season games. Out of 1,526 regular season games. He was 13, 2, 52% for his career. At his peak, 17, 3, 14, 3 steals, steals. 52% from the field, 42% from three. He's a 52% shooter for his entire career. Third best four-point guard. All-time leader in assist. He has has more assists than Westbrook and Rondo have right now combined. He has nearly wow. 1,100 more steals 
than six-time All-Defender LeBron James in his 19th season. Man. He's the all-time leader in, ste- uh, in steals, right? He has 600 more steals than second, Jason Kidd. But no title, Jeez. no MVP, never even finished top five. Joe, promote, demote, or all she wrote on Jonathan Stockton. Um, I'm just going to go all she wrote. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's not a promote. It's not a demote, though, because, man, this guy, it's not the fact that he has the longevity. It's the fact that he was so consistent over mm. all those years. Yeah, because it's not just that he piled up stats. This guy was good, like, all the time. His, yeah, like his entire – it's not the fact that he played 19 years. It's that he was good for 19 years. I, and he has – he has – wait, where is it? Which one? 1,100 more. 600 more steals than second place. Yeah. 600 more steals. I mean, it's ridiculous. He has more assists than Westbrook and Rondo combined. <laughs> combined. Dude, that is insane. So, yeah, that's crazy. Look, yes, he doesn't have a title, um, but he's went to the finals twice. Twice. He's got no MVP. No MVP. I mean, look, he lost to Jordan. Again, it's the Jordan era thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. It's the kind of discount, you know, you give to Nash for being in the West. To me, his four Western Conference Finals appearances are kind of like finals appearances, basically. Mm. And because, I mean, yeah, Jason Kidd went twice in the East, but the East was trash. And when they got to the finals, they just got destroyed, you know. Uh, Like oftentimes, Nash would lose to the team that would win the finals and they would do better against the finals. You know what I mean? They would do better against that team than the eventual East finalist would. And so, yeah, I give Stockton kind of the, you know, look, you go against Jordan, you lose. Same thing against you. Same thing you give Ewing, you know, a little bit of a discount. And so the fact that he's just so incredibly consistent and he had the respect of like everybody too. That's mm. the thing, you know, because a lot of times I think today they look at John Stockton and they're like, oh, this is like a little white guy. You know, and like, oh, anybody could get, you know, 14 assists you yeah. know, <laughs> in their peak season. How many times did he lead the league in assists? Uh, nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, man. I like those kind of things, you know, more than the overall, but the times that you led the league in something. Yeah. And like Jordan has 10 scoring titles. Like nine assist titles. That's pretty crazy. And I actually found this quote from um, Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. And Gary Payton said he was never – like, he thought it was harder to guard John Stockton than it was to guard Michael Jordan. Mm. Yeah, he said, and this is his quote. He said, John Stockton, uh, because I liked him when I was playing basketball, everyone said he was dirty. He wasn't as athletic at, as us, but he was smarter than us. He knew what he was going to do. We knew he was going to set tough picks. We all had the videos on Utah. We were so dumb. <laughs> we would get caught up with the picks and get mad at him. He would shoot eight times and make nine. Shoot eight free throws and make seven. He'd have 15 assists and four steals, a complete game. That's just the way he was, and I idolized him. Mm. You know, and then he said uh, later. Yeah, and he said uh, they asked him if he ever uh, talked trash against him, and he said never. That is the reason I really respected him because you never could get in his head. He's the hardest person I ever had to guard. I tried to talk to him. Uh, try to do something to him and he'd just look at me set a pick and cause me to get mad and get a tech and then all of a sudden it was over uh there was much respect to him for doing that to me it taught me a lot and so i think he was one of the toughest 
players, uh, many people had said that about him. I think mm-hmm. many players have also call, called him dirty. But um, numbers speak for themselves. Incredible longevity, consistency. So I think it's deserved. To me, John Stockton is like Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. You're like, what, what, what movie isn't he in? You know, <laughs> what hasn't, what hasn't he done? He's here, he's there, he's everywhere. He's consistent, the longevity, but no accolades to his name. But you know, when you say Samuel L. Jackson, you know who he is. You know what he hmm. brings to the table. Like, hmm. you know what he's gonna do. And that's to me is John Stockton, right? It's like you're not gonna have a highlight package. Of John Stockton. <laughs> you know? Just throwing bounce passes. Throwing to bounce passes, world. chest passes, all that stuff, you know. But he's a very good and smart basketball player, like, you know, like everything that GP said. Like, he's dependable. And that's what you want on the basketball floor. Someone that's going to propel your team to victory. And he's the type of person that does that, you know. Yes. Stockton and Malone. There's the reason why they're tied together. And, man, they're, they were great at it. I like that. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's 21 to 30, the S-ranked here. Joe, any last parting thoughts? I just didn't think we are going to have to do AI like that. We're going to have to move them down. Uh, it hurts. It hurts. But you know what? <laughs> Interestingly, in this exercise, because, you know, I originally put this list without stats. Right, right. You know, I you built this list, it, like, yeah. just kind of, like, on my memory and all that stuff. And now, after putting all the research together, it's kind of like, well, here's the evidence, you know. Mm-hmm who's the murderer kind of thing, you know? <laughs> I watch a lot of true crime. You're saying AI is the murderer? <laughs> no, he's not the, he's not the murderer. <laughs> oh, he's not the murderer. He's not the murderer. Oh, so I the murderer is a good thing in this yeah, situation. Yeah, 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 in this situation, <laughs> in this yeah. You, 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 you want to be caught. You want, you, want, you want the evidence to be all over you. Yeah. And the evidence is just not in his favor, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. As, great, as great as he was, but... Never shot over 45% in a playoff series. You know, it's like uh, volume shooter because he had to, though. Like, we know that story. He had to. Right. He, right. he had Theo Ratliff. He had Aaron McKee, Eric Snow. <laughs> Matt Geiger was a starter on his playoff team. Matt Geiger, fudge. Like, <laughs> nobody knows who that is, you know? Oh, gosh. But I remember because even then, even then, 20 years ago, I was like, why is this guy starting on an NBA <laughs> Finals team? I don't understand. How is this possible? How is it possible? How is it possible? That's just what I would ask myself. And then as a Lakers fan, you're like, how did we lose? Yes. How did <laughs> how they lose? How are we losing? Even during the game, you're like, how are we losing? We haven't lost a single game in the playoffs. How are we losing to this team comprised of one player? (laughs) (laughs) How? Hard, hard, hard carry. Amazing. Amazing. Hard carry. Even against a game, he's playing against two hard, hard carries. (laughs) And he still finds a way to win. I I mean, testament to him. It's incredible. Incredible. You can win. Sometimes you can win with just one DPS and five healers. <laughs> They're not even healers, though. They just creep farm. Four tanks. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yes. They're just yeah, 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 yeah. Either tanks or they're just they're just funneling you money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> All right, that's it, everyone. Thanks everyone for listening to the People's Pod. Subscribe, like, comment, share, rate. Give us five stars. We'll be back next week with more nonsense. This is SBR with Mama Joe. Peace.